There is only one thing on this earth more powerful than evil, and that's us. Hi guys, this is Claire Kramer, aka the Great Glorificus, and you are listening to the Buffy Back Issue Bed. Welcome to the Buffy Back Issue, where the show go through all the Buffy and Angel comics that are canon chronologically. I'm Zach. And I'm Emily. And we are on week four of our Serenity coverage while we wait patiently for season 12 to end. So we're not talking about Buffy at all, just as a side note. Confusing name. It's got to be close. we got to be close to number two at this point. This is the week it comes out. Okay, cool. Maybe. Maybe. Who the hell knows? I don't I'm, know. I'm not doing math. It's more like looking at a <laughs> calendar, but yeah, <laughs> neither of which we're going to do, so... So as we've been doing for all these books, trying to go through them chronologically, it's week four, and coincidentally, we're on book four, which is strange for this program. Yeah, no, we're excited because it actually works. Kind and of. I only had to read one book this time, not like pieces of seven. Yeah, but, you know, instead of cracking open book four and starting right at the beginning, crack open book four, go past all of the cover gallery, and go to a short story at the end because that happens first. Yeah, and uh, it's a good Jesus. thing you warned me about it because I would never have found it. Yeah, it's like way tucked in the back. Like and about- it's also really short, so it really is tucked in the back. It's not just like, oh, wait, what's this big chunk of pages? So our first short story is by Zach Whedon with art by Fabio Moon, titled It's Never Easy. If memory serves, this was part of a free comic book day issue. I'm not going to look it up to confirm, but I'm going to say I'm right 96% sure I'm right. That would make so much sense, though. Because it is oddly short. Yeah, the, a lot of the ones that Dark Horse put out are like, half this, half that. As you would. Well, I give away a whole thing for free when you can just give half a thing away for free. I can totally understand why they do that. Unless you're a comic shop owner and then it's not free. No. Well, it's not free for Dark Horse either. Boo-hoo. <laughs> so the reason we know it's never easy starts, you know, right after our last story and before our next one is Zoe's still pregnant. Yes. Which it- seems like an inconvenient thing if you're a space pirate cowboy. <laughs> Either one, really, it seems inconvenient for. But yes, I totally agree. Mal sasses Zoe a little bit. He's like, hey, you shouldn't go on this job. You're pregnant. She's like, to hell with you. You stay behind. I'm doing the job. And so she does. Yeah, so they all leave on the mule. Mal's left by himself, and a man on a horse rides up, asking if Serenity's for sale. He's like, I'll pay you. And Mal's like, no. He's like, can I get a ride? Then Mal's like, sure, we're wanted fugitives. Hop on board. And immediately, the guy instead pulls a gun on Mal. Yeah, and... Mal's like, I'm not going to die. So the guy shoots me. He's like, sorry, I'm a crap shot. I'm going to have to shoot you a few more times until you're dead. So River tackles him. Yeah, because conveniently River stayed behind, even though nobody knew that she did. Psychic, I assume. That's my explanation for why River's there. I think it's a fine one. And River asked Mal what his plan was. He's like, I was going to talk at him. She's like, he was going to shoot you more. going to talk more then. She goes, that's a terrible plan. I'm with River on that. Yeah, it's a bad plan. Everyone returns. Jane laughs at Mal for getting shot. Simon's concerned that River shot Mal. Fair. <laughs> Which is my favorite part, actually, of this entire short story. Yeah, because River took the gun off the guy. Yeah. And they all leave, and that's that. They take his horse, though. Did they you mention that? They do take his horse. They take the guy's horse. Except a horse wouldn't work in that ship because it has graded floors. Yeah, and instead River's just riding the horse inside of Serenity. But what would you do with a horse? eat it do they have food for the horse turn it to glue no you can't do either of those things those are your two horse options so that's that short story yay all done but now we're going to talk about the real story which is much more substantive that was not a word yeah no i'm glad we moved on from this that was nothing but it was free depending on who you are wow so bitter it was free for you at that time 
I don't remember which one that came out in. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. So we start our main story, Leaves on the Wind, which is a full sequel to Serenity, or at least, you know, the first after story. Written by Zach Whedon with art by our old Buffy favorite, George's Genty. I was wondering why I didn't bother to look at the name, but I... Get that? <laughs> this is familiar. No, I was like, this is comfortingly familiar. Our story opens in the future with uh, the worst thing ever: a panel on a news show. Okay, but this reminded me very much of that Batman one that I read that time. Dark Knight Returns. This is yes. what you're thinking of Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Of future you... news panels. Yes. Can you see it? Sure. I I can see what you're going with. Thank you. But anyway, the future uh. news panel is discussing. Whether or not Miranda's real and what if Reavers should... are real, if the government killed all those people. And what should become of the people who disseminated this information because evidently the panel doesn't know who did it. And there are protests or there are riots, you know, kind of depends on where you get your news. Because not the resistance has started again. Not relevant. What? Not relevant. The resistance has started again. <laughs> Uh, and we cut to space with one of those awkward-looking alliance ships that shouldn't really fly, just like the towering ones. Literal towers flying in space. Yeah, vertically, too. Yeah, no, as a tower would. I guess. It's just weird. <laughs> you heard of a sideways tower? Looks like a ship. Then it would. And we see some government officials discussing what to do about Serenity, and more specifically, River. Yeah, so we figure out pretty quick that the Alliance is not dumb, and they figured out that it was Mal and River and company who disseminated all this information, even though the public doesn't know that. They're talking to one woman who has a sword on her desk that looks identical to the operatives, so we know that they're connected. Yeah, it's a big fancy sword. And they're concerned that River gleaned more secrets when government officials were there, so they're going to have to go and get her. Obviously. Of course she did. If she could figure out Miranda, then probably probably not a big leap to be like, hmm, what else did she figure out? (laughs) Yeah. So we cut over to another group of people who are also looking for Mal, because it turns out that Serenity has vanished. And Mal has become a folk hero, a legend of sorts. Kind of like Jane. But on a grander scale. Yes. And less crappy? Yeah, less crappy. Wow. In fact, that was a question. With a less fun hat, though. So this group of underground resistance people are meeting together and a girl with blue hair mentions that she is going to go find Mal because that is the only way to bring them all together. Unify them, if you will. But finally, they have money. So they can actually go do that. She goes and finds someone's cousin. This cousin supposedly knows Mal. Maybe they did things together. Also, she has a little hologram in the desert slash snow with her that she's watching this panel on again. Yeah. I would not bring that camping with me. Why? Do you want to watch a panel while you're camping? Maybe they live out there. You don't know them. Don't judge them. No, but it's... I thought the girl was bringing it with her. The camping girl. The blue-haired girl. B. Her name is B. I know. Well, we're going to have to talk about her a lot. We should identify her. Yeah, but we just didn't identify her name yet in the story. And then finally, after lots of talking about where is Malcolm Reynolds, with the convenience of narrative storytelling, we find him fine. And you know, they're just hanging out in the middle of nowhere. But they don't have any food and they don't have any money because they haven't taken a job since Because they've been hiding. Yeah, makes sense. Except for that job where a man almost took Serenity and Zoe was pregnant. Right, that job. Well, whatever. We see that River has taken over main duties of flying the ship. Which is awesome. Yeah, apparently Mal got tired of mostly piloting. It's like, eh, you do it now. I know. Well, I mean, when that happened at the end of the movie, I'm like, he's not going to stay there. We all knew he wasn't going to stay there. He doesn't have the attention span for it. But Wash's dinosaurs are still all there. Yeah, River would like them. Yeah, 
Malin and Anara are on the ship because Anara stayed. It turns out after everything went down that Anara was decommissioned, and she says it in such a natural way, just reminding the audience with some lovely clunky exposition. In all fairness, that's the only clunky bit of exposition. And in all fairness, it's I'm not really line. sure how else you have to explain why she's still there. Yeah. I get it. But I do like that Anara's clothing has changed rather dramatically. Uh, she still looks much more elegant than anybody else on the crew, but she's now wearing pants and a shirt that look much more functional for being a space If we're going to mention the clothes, I'll just mention the clothes now. We see a lot of repeats from the show and movies, which I like. I like, like it too. These are people that had a limited number of outfits, and we see a lot of repeats, things we've seen before. So I do like that attention to detail in the art. And there is a lot of general attention to detail in this work that I really appreciate. Right down to they're standing outside of Kaylee's room arguing she still has all of her little lights up. Yeah. And Anara's trying to convince Mal that they need to take a job. He's like, no, we're fine. We have rations. And she's like, shut up and have sex with me. Okay, so yes, kind of. Except they have this conversation. <laughs> jumped forward a little. And the conversation just continues as they go down into Mal's quarters. And all of a sudden, Mal just starts taking off his shirt. and As you do. I guess. I mean, it's just a... It was surprising. I was really glad because they did not continue the will they won't they thing of the show and the movie. And they were just like, they will. <laughs> yeah. They do. They're together. It's fine. They still bicker a lot like they did before. But, you know, now the added bonus of sex. But I love that their relationship doesn't come up in any way as a talking point as yeah, it, anything. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, it's not. Time has passed and the natural thing happened. Right. It's not part of the plot. Like that doesn't interact with anything. It's just there. Then we cut over to Zoe, who is still pregnant with River, just lying with her and they're talking. She's like, we're Simon and Kaylee. And it turns out they're also getting it on. Like rabbits. Yeah. According to Zoe. And then Zoe. Has um, a dream. Yeah. Says goodnight to River. And she dreams about Wash. And she's upset that she has to be a single mother by herself. And her dream of Wash is Wash getting impaled. So lovely. Well, first she has a whole conversation with him and then it morphs into that. Yeah. So that's horrific. But, you know, of course she would have nightmares about that. Wouldn't anybody? Yeah. But she wakes up to labor pains. So Zoe is having the baby right now on the ship. At first, everybody's in the medical bay, and then she immediately kicks them all out, as one does. Actually, no, she doesn't kick them all out. She kicks out Mal and River and Kaylee. So, fun little bits here. One, Kaylee's shirt is the fruity Odie bar, the thing that made River go crazy. Yes, it totally is. And then we do get, they don't mention it, but this is 100% intentional, I'm positive. Simon and Anara stay to help deliver the baby because that's what they did in the Heart of Gold episode. So Anara right. has some experience with this. Yeah, they both do. Yeah, yeah no, I, I thought exactly the same thing. Because all that Zoe says is everybody out, but she didn't really mean everybody out. Simon and Anara are allowed, are allowed to stay. And we found out earlier that Jane is no longer on the ship. Did we say that already? Oh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Sorry, did, forgot to mention that. Unclear as to why yet. Yeah, but he's definitely gone because... And not dead. River was talking about how she misses everybody. <laughs> and then Zoe's like, even Jane, she should be like, nah. <laughs> not that guy, just the dead people. Oh, but it's so sad. They're like, it's so quiet on the ship. Anyway. And the birth happens, and there's a little baby who Zoe says she's going to name Hoban, like her father. And then Kaylee goes, that's a really beautiful name. <laughs> she's like, nope, it's a stupid name. Her real name's Emma. Yes. Which I prefer. Yep. 
Simon pulls Mal aside only to say that Zoe has some internal bleeding. There were complications with the birth and that she's going to die. Unless she can get to a hospital quickly. And Mal doesn't even hesitate. He immediately redirects River to the nearest hospital. And River, who I like, River's also had a kind of a change in outfit. She's wearing the flight suits that Wash used to wear. Yeah, and I also like to, River, we mentioned this a couple times in here, she's no longer quite her same... She's sane. ...flighty self. Yeah, that she has healed slightly. She's not 100% normal, but she's, you know, at least lucid and having conversation and being helpful. Yeah, she's able to take responsibility for things. There's no question that she's piloting this and it's not a big deal. Yeah. And then, of course, River has to say, I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Serenity goes away. Soarin, soarin, soarin. Cutting back to our giant alliance cruiser, we see a figure in a cloak and a spacesuit. A red spacesuit. Maybe don't wear a cloak and a spacesuit. It's like one level of unnecessary. Okay, but if there were a character to wear both a cloak and a spacesuit, it would be... Jubal Early. Because of course it is. Because he's not dead yet. No. And he hasn't lost his weird speech patterns. Nor his red suit. He's only added a cloak. <laughs> That's true. And he says that he is going to bounty hunt Serenity yet again. Because it went so well the first time. Yeah. And the lady with the sword is the one who is hiring him. Yeah. Just as a fun fact. So cut back to... We're not really cutting back. Cut new to... Cut new smash to... Smash cut. Jane, wearing his fancy hat. He has the hat still. Who pulled a job evidently all by himself, where he stole some stuff from some raiders, so he stole from thieves. And he goes back home to his ma, who we've only seen in letter form before. Also, she's knitting him a sweater to match the hat, which is charming. And I thought about making you that sweater, too. It's fine. I don't need that. You don't want that sweater? I don't want that sweater in my life. Oh. Wash's sweater comes up in this one. It does, yeah. But no, it's that very garish orange and yellow in a striped pattern. And who's sitting there but B, our new brown coat? She's like, I need you to help me find Malcolm Reynolds. He's like, nope. And then they show him a bunch of money. He's like, all right. But it does say a line, which comes up a lot in pop culture, but it's one that I can't not think of Rocky II with. Well, what are we waiting for? Well, Nikki says fur more than four, but yeah. It's right after Adrian comes out of the coma. She's like, do one thing for me. He goes, win. And then the music comes in and Mickey's like there, for you know, because Mickey's there. He's like, well, what are we waiting for? And then. You scared the dog with your Mickey impression. You know, then they go into a montage. Rocky went into a (laughs) montage? I think there's only two in that movie. So, you know, not bad. No, not bad at all. By Rocky standards. Why they? Into issue two, we see Jubal early talking with his, I don't know. Employer, I guess? Yeah, sure. We'll call him that. And they're like, how are you going to find him? He's like, I don't know. I'm, someone else will do it. I'm just going to hunt them. He's really a barnacle. Yeah. And also, that didn't really make sense. But I guess nothing he says makes sense. So it's fine. So Jane is on the ship with B and her crew. About 12 of them. Yeah. And he keeps trying different places that he think ma- that he thinks Mal might be. And they keep failing and failing and failing. He's like, he has a few favorites. We'll find him eventually. Still wearing the fun hat, but now the ear flaps are tied up, so it looks even dumber. Yep. And B pulls a gun on him, and she's like, you better not be just dragging me around space for nothing. And says that he's just a drain on her whiskey. I thought of you, that you would be equally offended if somebody was a drain on, on whiskey. Oh, so that I would be a drain on someone's whiskey? No, I didn't well, think if that. You're, if you're offering. I thought that you would be offended as well if somebody just was... Sitting there drinking whiskey, not being productive. 
Especially if it was mine. Right. You do a lot of jumping around on this. I didn't quite realize that until we started talking this all I out. didn't either. It flows nicer than I think we are making it sound. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't really notice. It's paced very well. We see Zoe with the baby as they go up to a medical cruiser. They get on board and they are immediately identified as criminals, but the doctors help Zoe and save her life. Yeah, so the doctors save Zoe's life and Mal has to make the choice to leave Zoe behind because otherwise she's going to die. Yeah, if Zoe goes, she dies, but if they stay, they all get captured, including Emma and Zoe can't have that. So Mal abandons Zoe for the first time since they met. To save her baby, basically. Uh, and it is heartbreaking. See, and Zoe cries. Even after Wash died, we didn't see Zoe cry. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever seen her shed tears. We saw her shed tears earlier in this in the first issue. Well, again, about the baby. And I guess that was Wash. Wash. You know what? You're right. But you know Second what? time. But I mean, it's the whole thing. She has some hormones happening. <laughs> Chicks, right? Wow. You're all done now. <laughs> Mal isn't exactly happy about this, and then also goes to drain some whiskey. But probably his own. Yeah. Eh, we don't really know, to be fair. And so River comes up with a plan, and she says... That there are more girls like her, but she can't remember the where and the how or any of that, so she needs to be put into a medically induced coma so she can go deep into her brain and try and find the answers. And Simon is very skeptical of this, as one would be. He's like, we just got you back. You're finally normal. So River takes a knife, tosses it into the air, does a flip and kicks the knife into a wall. She's like, yeah, I'm not normal. Imagine if she cut her foot that way. I think she knew what she was doing. Maybe. Anyway, so Simon agrees to put her in the medically induced coma. They also strap her down onto the table. So just in case she goes crazy again. Yeah. When she comes back to life, she's not going to start by, what was it? Didn't she like punch Jane or something? Um, she knocked out Jane with peaches and punched Simon in the throat. Right. Compared to that time, she grabbed Jane by the balls and hit him with a tray like 10 <gasps> minutes before that. Poor Jane. It killed a bunch of people. Well, it happens. Meanwhile, we're bebopping through space. Mine is Zoe at this point, but we're trying to come up with a good plan to find her when all of a sudden a ship latches onto Serenity. And it's Jane. Yeah. Jane's like, I'm back, guys. Did you miss me? And I was like, no. He's like, who's that girl with you? Because literally, I don't trust anybody. Get off my ship this instant. Yeah. And his whole thing is, how many people do you have with you? She's like, I don't know, 12. He's like, cool. So at least one of them blabbed and you were followed. She's like, no, we weren't. And then her ship explodes because Jubal early went on it and blew it up. Yeah. Not great. Not great. They immediately have to run away again. Mal isn't super thrilled that Jane has to be there. Yes, but they also don't know that Jubal Early was the one that blew up the ship. No, that's a mystery still. So Jubal Early has actually snuck onto Serenity. <gasps> surprise, surprise. Meanwhile, Zoe has been captured in the hospital. And meets a man named Rogers. And Rogers is associated with the lady with the fancy sword who... We'll learn more about her sent, next time. Yeah, who sent Jubal Early to Serenity. And so Rogers is like, he doesn't even give Zoe a chance to really be interrogated. He's like, you're never going to give this up. So because you're so stubborn, you'll never see your daughter again. I'm going to send you to a prison colony in the middle of nowhere that has never been named. It has never been plotted. You will never be found. You will die there. And you're going to die. But she's going to be healed first so that she can die. <laughs> yeah, helpful. But real, like that is what really happens. Jane is sitting in the cargo bay and Mal approaches up going, so what'd they pay you? And Jane's like, they gave me a lot of money. Can I help save Zoe? And Mal's like, no, you're kind of a dickhead. And every time someone offers you money, that's just what you do. You think after everything we've been through, you'd have some loyalty. So as soon as I can get rid of you, I am. 
And Jane is sad. So Mal goes to bed. Simon and Kaylee are in bed with the baby there. Note that for like three pages from now. Yeah. The baby has transporting powers. Well, good for the baby. It needs something. (laughs) Jane is sad by himself. Mal goes to bed. River's in a coma. Only for Jubal early to stand over her face. It's really creepy, actually. Yeah, just talking nonsense and doing the whole like, does that seem right to you? And the answer is no. None of that (laughs) seems right to me. You're not right, Jubal. So we get a little glimpse inside of River's head starting issue three. And we see kind of her memories of leaving Simon the first time and getting sent to this facility and she's playing with a girl and then all of a sudden the girl turns around and half her head is missing. They all look like zombies, but you can see that they've all had these surgeries done to their brains, like all their skulls have been shaved and cracked open. And River runs away with Simon, but she can't quite grab the weird zombie girls. She's screaming in her coma. Simon rushes in to see how she's doing. Only to be knocked out immediately by Jubal Early. None of this, you're going to help me find stuff. He's like, nope. Yep, so Jubal Early knocks him out. Kaylee sees it, runs away. Fair, because of that whole I'm going to rape you thing. Yep, the baby is now with Anara. Maybe Simon brought the baby to Anara. Sure. When he was checking on River. That's what happened. There you go. Or teleporting powers. I like my version. Mal and Anara continuing to have the conversation about like, hey, can we survive? Mal's like, I have rations in your shuttle. And she's like, what I like about this is they start talking and Anara's like, hey, you don't have to be like badass like captain when you're around me. Like if we're f***ed, tell me we're f***ed and we'll figure it out. She does not use any of those words. Not a one of them except for <laughs> captain. <laughs> Mal goes to find all the stuff and is immediately knocked out. That's just what everyone's doing. Fuck is what the actual onomatopoeia is. Yeah, he gets hit with the butt of a gun. B is chatting with Jane. About how is she going to talk Mal into this? And he's like, eh, you know, play with his conscience. He's <laughs> likes to be all gruff, but he's, you know, apparently good. Jane goes back to his little cot thing. And... What's so strange is that Jane goes to his room. Yes. Why would he still have stuff there? I don't know. He just goes to his room. He goes to his room Instead and... Instead of having to go to like the guest quarters, he just goes to his room. I guess it's empty though. It's not like they picked up anybody. Yeah, but still, I just thought it was a little strange. And so, Just to assume, but I mean, it's not like they would have gotten rid of the bed. The bed's still there. Right. And Jubal early locks him in, which after he locked everybody in their rooms last time, you'd think that they would have come up with a better system so that they can't be locked in their rooms. What I do like is that then he goes to the galley and B is there. She's like, oh, hey, what's your job on the ship? Because she doesn't know that he's an evil bounty hunter. I know. I really enjoyed that, too. And he was like, it's more of a passion. Because he's a big old creep. He ties everyone up, puts them all together. And has the creepiest face. Yeah, he's just trying to remember. He's like, where's the shepherd? Mel's like, dead. He's like, what about the pilot? Dead. He's like, wasn't there another girl? And hey, there was another girl. It was the mechanic. And Kaylee hits him with a big wrench. Whack! Beat him in the head. I love um, I love that because the whack. We saw this in some of the Buffy stuff, especially in season nine of like, if there was a big hit that's like crack or something, it would have cracks running through it. We can see this whack has cracks running through it. So the implication is this is- Can you say that sentence again? Because it was funny. The whack, whack has cracks running through it. Yeah. So this is- bone shattering yes and it clearly knocks him out Drupal early wakes up and he is tied to a chair not just tied he's like chained and duct taped he's not going anywhere and kaylee dumps out a whole bunch of mechanic equipment in front of him and she gives the exact same speech that Jubal gave to her except she does it with needle nose pliers right next to his eye good good for kaylee yeah the implication changes from rape to i'm just going to pick you apart one piece at a time yes Yes, it does. And he that's poops okay. His pants. Yes. <laughs> I love that he poops himself. <laughs> like hardcore bounty hunters like, ah, I pooped. You gotta pee his pants. I think he pooped. 
Since Jubal early is tied up, everyone goes to the galley to discuss River's weird coma dreams. Also, they don't discuss Jubal early at all. I mean, I'm assuming that they had that conversation before we got to the galley, but it is kind of funny that they're just like, yeah. There's a bounty hunter tied up. We're not going to worry about it. River remembers that there were other girls like her, even though she already kind of remembered that. Yeah, I guess she didn't think i don't know so river's new thing is she's like look we need more help to get zoe out of wherever she is imagine if there were 10 of me a little army of rivers and jane brings up a good question so which version yeah it's fair it is fair river shoots him such a look that's such a great face i know and then he just goes no offense we don't really see how the conversation ends i guess mal is like i'm gonna think on it as he usually does and he goes to the cockpit to fly and he's just sitting there with anara and they're just all like how, and it's nice just like how wash and zoe used to sit that's so sad and anara just flat out kind of lays everything out she's like we have jane zoe's gone there's you but we need more fighters river's unreliable and mal says that he has some help in mind yeah and we don't know that many people left that aren't dead so short list we cut back to zoe who's on a prison transport and we see the new prison that she's in it's a desert and she no has walls, a roommate just, yeah they're in little almost huts but it feels kind of like that batman movie with bane okay so it all comes back to batman for you in this i guess so but well, can't you see that yeah so, i mean i don't remember what that person's called i forget what the movie version was i mean it's down in mexico in the books it wasn't in mexico in the movie no but yeah so they're just in a prison with no walls because everything outside of the prison is just miles and miles and miles of desert and they'll die and if they run they'll just get sniped off and if they're not sniped they'll just die of heat yeah and zoe's like it's okay my friends are coming and they're all like haha sure you have friends she's like yeah i actually do and they're coming we cut back to mal who's like climbing in the snow to a temple somewhere i don't think it's a temple i just think it's a house okay but it's like up a weird winding staircase in the snow it took some effort to get there and he is very formally greeted by someone who isn't even looking at him who refers to him as malcolm hello malcolm have you come to kill me who would that be but the operative yeah mal's like no i need your help he's like okay cool let's yeah. do it together buddy you and me how did mal know where to find him who knows that's like a real life question for me though i'm not that worried about it i like that a little bit of time like it took some effort for mal to get there because he's grown a little bit of stubble for you that'd be like three hours yeah <laughs> mal brings the operative back to serenity and no one is happy about it like we just opened to a page like cutting from shot to shot of all the crew and they were just silent and pissed yeah but you know what i really like about this is that you can find we see emma on this page too you can find emma all over the place in this book as you should right the whole point is emma but i feel like in a lot of tv shows the baby would be not in camera yeah and then you're like but it's a baby that you just can't like she's literally a newborn you can't just leave her mel then goes to fly away and jane's like hey can i have a word he's like what he's like so i want to kill him and mel's like i already fought him you don't want to do that he's like but i can win and mel's like what if i want to kill him he's like then we get to draw straws it's a very jane conversation yeah in a charming way and he's wearing a shirt from the show he is he is yeah and they fly off this planet <laughs> And Mal asks Kaylee to drop the trash. And out drops Jubal Early. Yeah, they open up the bay and Jubal Early, still chained up, falls presumably to his death. Bye, Jubal. So back in the galley, we're talking about our plans with the operative. And the operative's like, okay, so the good part is that me and Simon and River are all very familiar with this facility. The bad part is that I redesigned all of the security, security so we can't get in really. Which I have a little bit of trouble believing, just because he's like, oh, I redesigned the security. Except when he went to the facility, everyone was very surprised about who he was. Like, who's this guy? Yes, Whatever. that's true. Minor. Minor. Doesn't really matter. Maybe he did it from afar. 
Yeah. He also went there and killed everyone, so he's at least familiar with the facility. I believe that part. They can't get Serenity close there because Serenity is a known entity, so they're going to have to get a ship. B mentions that the new resistance, as they're called, has money and they can get Mal a ship. He's skeptical of this, but he's like, He's like, okay. why would they give you that? <laughs> then she gets real sassy. She's like, they're still under the impression you're some kind of hero. I know. She does get real sassy. I like B. And this is something we discussed a lot in the Buffy comics, how hard it is to get characters that feel natural and fit into the world. I buy B 100%. B does feel natural. And the fact that all of her 12 crewmates were killed off immediately feels very cannon foddery. Like, oh, the only two named people on the ship go on a serenity. What's going to happen to all the unnamed crew? Oh, wait, they all die. But I do like B a lot. Yeah. They do a good job of not forcing her into the story in awkward ways to be like, and then B saved them all. Yeah, her inclusion is very natural. Kaylee and Anar are talking, which, you know, is a nice step up from Serenity when they didn't at all. Right. And Kaylee kind of being the voice of, or at least the heart of everything, is very upset that the operative's there at all. She's like, he ordered our friends to be killed. He shouldn't be here. But Anar says that things have changed and they need him, which is true. Dark, but true. Yep. They go to another planet where the new resistance is and B's like, I have someone special for you. It's an old Malcolm Reynolds. So they're going to give him a ship because he's Mal. Yeah. So we go back to Zoe just to check in on her and she is beating up everybody in the prison yard as Zoe would. So good for Zoe. Only the mean people. Well, yeah. So Zoe is being Zoe. And very much in a, hey, it's a Buffy finale kind of way. They explain the plan off panel and we're going to get back to it later. Yeah. It's such a Buffy finale. It really is. Yeah. We're going to make a plan, but we're not going to show it to you until it's relevant later. Good job bringing Buffy into the show. Yeah, whatever. It's true, though. It is, yeah. And then we do get something. There's a whole page explaining this later on. I don't think anyone reading it needed it. The button? Yeah. I didn't need it. I was more confused as to why the explanation was there than anything. I think it's important for the writer to figure out what the button did and how to make the button work, but we didn't need to see it. So we see B and Jane and River and the operative and Mal all go off on a shuttle and Mal is handed a big old red button. We've seen this button before, but just in case you've forgotten, there's a whole page explaining that the button will call Serenity. Yeah. Because, you know, we have a wash flashback and he gets to be in that fun sweater. Yeah. I mean, I liked having the wash flashback. I just was more confused as to why we needed the page of explanation of the button. Yeah. This is one of those things we've set for the Buffy stuff as well. You're not picking up new readers. Yeah. Which, I mean, some people complain about that. It's like, this is that new reader from like, deal with it. Not everything's for you. Well, the other thing too is if you knew that this property existed in many other forms, so why would you start here? Yeah. I don't know. They all fly off to the training facility, noting that no one's there. And then Akbar style, it's a trap, according to the operative. Hey, he's right too. Yeah, he's right. He was wearing a fun beard before. And now he's back in his regular old operative clothes. Forgot to mention his fun beard. And he makes his stand. He's like, go, I'll hold them off. Get in there. So, yeah. The people who set the trap are Rogers and the other lady, shockingly. And another operative. And then we get the return of Vera, baby. Yeah, with another great onomatopoeia of boom, but boom is also illuminated like it is a gunshot and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, like you get the kind of muzzle flash. So good job on the coloring as well. That was something I missed from the movie that Jane had a couple of really big guns, but none of them were Vera. Yeah. That was always a disappointment for me. So I'm so glad I got to come back in this form. Yeah. And I like that she's named. They blow the door down to find a scientist who's just like, hey, River. (laughs) He's like, River, you were always my favorite, River. You weren't done when you left, though. So here's a bit of an oddity for me. The operative is going to fight another operative. But when we first meet him, like this whole thing is like, I see no listing of name or rank. He's like, I have neither. But in this, he goes right up to another operative. He's like, Denon. Well, maybe Denon still has a name and a rank, but our operative doesn't. And they're going to sword fight. 
With their fancy swords. Yeah, and the operative just says that he chose a different path. And they run at each other, sword style. We go back inside the facility and the scientist does not care. He's just like, oh, hey, you're back. You were always my favorite. But, you know, we did have other girls and they got to be something you weren't completed. And it's terrifying. Yeah. And, you know, real horror movie style. This girl comes out of like a cryo chamber. She has all those crazy surgery scars that we saw in River's coma fantasy. And she just says run, but real quiet like. Yeah. And River has a very bad look on her face. As you would if you saw a crazy murder scarred person. So anyway, crazy murder girl starts throwing knives at people. Tackles River, picks up a knife, throws it in Mal's throat. So bad. Bad for Mal, yeah. Breaks Jane's arm. Evidently not the carotid artery, though, because he's not dead yet. Also punches Mal in his nose, breaking it. Yeah, she breaks a lot of bones very quickly. That is not a nose you want broken. Mal's? He has a big nose. It's fine. Does he have a button nose? I hear those are the most masculine. They are. And then now that Mal has been knocked unconscious, we get the plan. So we find out that while they were getting the ship, they also organized the new resistance to come and help them out when they needed it. When Mal hits the button, Serenity will come to their location and drop off all these new fighters. But Mal was like, I led a lot of young people to their deaths, and so I only want volunteers. And if you look, when we eventually cut back, most of the people who'd come out of the ship are decidedly older than 20s. Yeah. Which I I thought that was very charming on many levels, but I like the attention to detail. Mal wakes up from being stabbed and knocked unconscious, only to hit the button. The operative is still outside fighting, and the two of them run at each other. Real um, samurai movie style, like they both cut their swords at each other, run past, so we get the moment of waiting. And Denon, the other operative, his head is cut in half and it falls off. Yeah, the top of his head comes off. The sharp sword. It is no good. And we do get the old callback, and the operative just goes, that was not a good death. It was very gross, but instead other crazy lady with the other sword comes out right as b is congratulating the operative and she's like she doesn't really congratulate him she just says come fight with us okay so she's not really congratulating him but she's like excited that he won and we see the unnamed woman as of yet who had the operative sword before and he sees him and he just says lay down your arms she's better than me if we surrender we might live yeah which I mean, all we've seen this guy do is throw down and win basically every fight without ease. The only reason Mal even won the last time they fought was... He kind of cheated. A little bit. He cheats every time. He didn't really cheat. He just already been shot there. Yes, that's true. I guess it was shrapnel, but close enough. You know. A projectile got him. Through a random drug, we're not really sure what it is, some kind of knockout drug, Mal fills up a syringe, throws it to River, and she is able to stab her assailant in the chest and knocks her out. Meanwhile, other operative lady is just about to get our operative to commit suicide. Yeah. What did you call I'm not sure. Like, seppuku? Is that how you pronounce it? I I can't ever remember. But by falling on his own sword, that's quite literally how he's going to commit suicide. But right at that exact moment... But what's strange is they have him stand up to kill himself. Don't you usually do that from a sitting position? Isn't it like into the middle and then out to the side? I don't know. But I do know... I mean, if you think back to the movie, he kept having people fall... Oh, yeah. He, on, oh, that's right. You're the so, so I think he's falling on his that's sword. That's right. Good call. Yeah. There you go. You fixed it for me. You're welcome. And Serenity arrives just in time, only for the brown coats to all come running out and to start shooting. But if you look, this is the scene where they're they're older. There's a lot of gray hair in there. And some bald men. In a good way. Like in a Mal was like, I don't want to lead young people to their deaths. And so the old people signed up. Just whoever was there, really. Yeah, but I don't know. They don't quite win the day, but they at least get enough time to run away. 
Yes, and they've also taken the crazy girl with them. Yeah. The Not one... the one with the sword, the one who was attacking everybody, the one that River could have become. And the one that River wants to save. They also grab Rogers and fly away. And they tie him up, just for good measure. They also tie up the other girl. Well, yeah, that's both good calls. I like how Jane is now a drain on someone else's whiskey, is drinking whiskey, getting his arm patched up by Simon, who's just this tough broad. But then we get kind of a creepy, creepy reveal that Rogers is the one who is behind the new resistance, that he's been the one organizing them because they're easier to flush out if he kind of knows where they all are. Right. If he feeds them money, then they will come out of their hiding holes to come get the money. And they can just kill them all easily that way. And so they did. And he gave the order hours ago and it is too late for anybody to do anything. So the only thing that's left of the new resistance are the ones that are on the ship. This feels a lot like Last Jedi. Do you know what it feels like? Um, This is literally the last scene where it's just everyone left is on the falcon yes that is also what it feels like but it reminded me too of the hunger games you know when they did the no no it doesn't feel like the hunger games or no you aren't gonna remember what i was about to <laughs> no, say no i'm not gonna no at the very last bit and the books i don't know what happened in the movies they devise this plan where they're gonna drop down medical supplies so that all of the medical personnel will rush in to help the dying but the medical supplies are really bombs Dude, that's dark. Do you not remember that? Yeah, that's why I remember it. It's because it's so dark. And that's what it feels like here. So all the resistance is dead except for what's on Serenity. But they still need to find Zoe. And Roger says, I'll never talk. And Mel's like, that's fine. We got a psychic. I know. Which I like. It's really fantastic. And I also really like that he's so tied up and they he can't do anything about this psychic thing. And it's lovely. So all they do is they just point at different planets until eventually River's like, yep, that's the one. And then they go there. It's really great. Meanwhile, our girl wakes up. She gets again shot with a tranquilizer. Because she's screaming and crazy. And Simon's like, I don't know if we can do anything to help her. But River's like, you have to, Simon. You're top of the class. I love that callback. I know. Also, I understand. Callback. I feel very, I understand Simon. She's like, I have to if I'm the top of the class. <laughs> You would understand that, wouldn't you? I entirely do. Today I looked and I have a 4.0 and I'm so happy. (laughs) So now they know where Zoe is. They need to devise a plan. Which is not really that complicated of a plan. No, not overly. Say Jane's out of commission. Jane is, meanwhile, swinging whiskey. He's like, I can still shoot. Yeah, because his arm is very broken. Very broken. Mel says that Zoe's going to need to know that they're coming because they can't just drop it in the middle of this prison camp. And Kayla says that she can come up with a way to do it. Mel then storms out. He's like, good. Just, you know, whatever they have planned, he just seems to walk out. Yeah. And B is like, hey, you got me too. Like, take me with you. I do like that this feels, in both versions of Serenity, both the pilot and the movie, this feels more like that version of Mal. Not like it was the one that was kind of lightened up for executives Mal. Okay, but also, you think about everything that happened in Serenity, you would have the darker Mal. Yeah. Mal is not going to be lighthearted and, you know, doing these fun train jobs and fun everything because nothing's fun and everybody's dead. And also, everybody's dead again. Like, yeah, he just had people die because of him, which isn't his favorite thing. But also, it's not even really him because we find out that the Alliance guy had been feeding money all along. So it's like he was the catalyst, but they were all going to die with or without him. Mal said he's not going to bring B along, but she's like, hey, my father fought with you in Serenity Valley. And the only reason he did is because he thought that you could win this war. And I think it too. Mal finds out who her father was and then just says, all right. And he walks away, doesn't really dwell on it, but she gets a good smile out of it. I know. It's very sweet. She's actually taking it very well that all of her resistance died, literally. Yeah. Zoe's in her prison camp, all bruised and bloody from all of her prison fights. And she hears a vroom. 
And everyone's really confused. They all run and look out. And they're like, what was that? And Zoe just says it's a fire flag as we see something just streaking across the sky. And she goes... Like the bug. Sprinting out into the distance. This must be later on, though, because it's went from night to day in the course of a page. Well, no. Remember how dark it is in the little huts? She's still looking out into the night sky. Oh, I guess you're right. So anyway. She walks to the edge of the prison camp and then just starts to book it. And while everybody realizes that she's running away. They're like, eh, whatever. It's fine. She's just going to die. And then they use their binoculars to see the mule piloted by the operative Mal and B are coming. And they get very upset. They chase everybody. They're about to shoot the mule and then it turns out jane has a sniper rifle and he's just using his cast to steady it i know i enjoyed that because he would another guard is about to shoot zoe down and her cellmate who's like you don't have friends just bashes his head in with a rock she's like ha she has friends and i have a rock also her cellmate is missing an eye we never really discussed that does it matter another guy was missing an eye too lots of missing eyes in the prison camp they all get on their little hover bikes and start chasing down Zoe. The mule gets there first. Everyone's just starts shooting. And there's not, I mean, you know, it is what it is. They're all just shooting away. It's very clear what's happening. But then they fly onto Serenity, much like they did in that movie, Serenity. Yes. And they throw Rogers back out into the prison camp. Again, dropping people. This is the thing that Mal does, where he just doesn't kill his enemy. He just... Maybe start. Leaves them to die. And they all get away and presumably pick up Jane somehow. Yes unclear the first thing that zoe says is where is she and zoe cries again very cryy yeah they land on a very lush planet and mal has a very similar conversation with the operative that he did at the end of serenity um asking if the alliance is going to come after them and once again he's like probably not but you know yeah, it'll probably be a guy who does it anyway and so mal watches him watches the operative walk into the distance of oh, this planet but they shake hands they kind of part on okay terms they do they part on i wouldn't say okay terms but on enough to shake mutually respected terms well compared to the end of serenities like like to kill myself if i ever see you again yes and now they're shaking hands so yeah we go back to the medical bay to see that this girl has woken up with all the scars simon has done some work where she's a little cleared up she says she remembers everything and also that her name is iris yeah and that she they offered to let her stay on serenity but she's like i have been a prisoner for too long and i really just want to be out in the open and anara says i have some old clothes here and she gives her like an old dress and some wigs because apparently anara had wigs why not yeah why not if anybody on that ship was gonna have wigs it would be anara but everyone is there except for zoe and zoe just is talking with emma she's like i'll be right back and sneaks out and then in my this is my personal favorite bit i of know the whole book. you showed me this a long long time ago probably wouldn't happen because i thought it was so awesome it's so western we even get like these wide angle shots the operative is walking in the woods beautiful coloring i was gonna say the lighting changed in this so everything has been very crisp but here it becomes very watercolory in a good way yeah he's kind of walking on a path lights coming through the branches and zoe comes up behind him might as well just do this bit because it's so damn good yeah that baby's father died running from you and yours don't much matter if you help save me that's a debt can't be repaid no it cannot and then zoe just tosses him a pistol and this is like the widest angle you could have if you were shooting it with a lens he goes to pick up the gun and just says i will defend myself i'm counting on it he picks up the gun camera pulls out and we don't see it and it's so awesome yeah so you flip the page and zoe is just walking back on surround yeah he is super dead and i am so happy it's zoe that did it and i also really like that he's i don't know i liked everything about it i liked i liked that they didn't just gloss over everything that he did in serenity because he helped him in this and i also like that the operative understands all of the pieces as well like he doesn't yeah there's no here's my question complaining 
or actually I'm going to say it and then let's see if you disagree. Mal knew that's what was going to happen. Yeah, I could live with that. I think that's the only reason Mal didn't kill him. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, they don't have a conversation about it. Zoe just comes back and they just start chatting. Yep. Mal offers Zoe a chance to leave and she's like, no, this is where my home is and this is where Emma's family is going to be. And they go back on the ship. The only thing close to talking about the operative is Mal asks if Zoe's all right. And she just says, get in there, sir. Which is still, we're getting mirrors of the end of Serenity of, you know, things she'll hold together and all that. Yeah. Uh, no, I totally agree. Mal knew. Going back to the cockpit, Mal and Anar standing there together, you know, coupley, touching each other or whatnot. And Anar asks where they're going to go, and Mal just says, same as ever. Wherever, you know, Sky takes us. Ask Kaylee to fire up the engines, and then Kaylee's kind of slow on the uptake because she's busy having sex with Simon. Again? And they fly off into the sunset. With Every- a leaf floating. Yeah, there is a leaf on the wind, quite literally. Mm-hmm. That might be intentional. So we cut back. To a coda. Yes. And unknown operative lady goes to a cabin in the woods where a creepy old man has the mangled body of Jubal Early, who's still alive. How is he still alive? And so I mean, she puts him on a ship and puts him in like a stasisy cryo thing. chamber thing. I mean, he is scarred and messed up. He is not looking. His foot pretty. is at a real bad angle. He also might be missing an eye, or it's just close shut, unclear. Everything looks bad. And she's like, "Yeah, just so clear, I hired you for a job and you didn't complete it." He's like, "I I failed a lot." She says, next time he'll have help. And we just see a line of tubes of girls that looked like Iris. And speaking of wigs, this girl then pulls off her own wig to reveal that she was part of the same program. Dun, dun, dun. And that's the end. And then her inner monologue says, no power in the verse can stop us. To be continued, but not to be completed. Don't expect an ending next time. No. So. This is damn near next to perfect. I was going to say, this is way better than anything we've read so far (laughs) for serenity and not that anything's been bad for serenity it's just this is what we needed we needed to move forward and i like this format yeah compared to doing a season because quite frankly we never got one no we don't know what a season of firefly looks like so the idea of just telling a mini i think is the way to go well and also the idea too that firefly's crew is all broken up and all over the place and dead how can you have another season without those characters around and we need to see the aftermath of what happened because that wasn't just a thing they can move on from no i like them doing these minis my only real complaint is they're pretty spaced out like they'll go a couple of years in between doing a mini series and the last one ended we'll talk about it next time uh two years ago now and it's not an ending but here's my thing too i'd rather have them take their time and do really awesome things like this instead of just pumping out a story to pump out a story well i'm not it doesn't like if i was gonna say like could you adapt this into a movie my inclination would be saying no it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like the show either it feels like its own thing this is something only you could do in a comic yeah in a good way like you wouldn't you don't want to change it it's perfect honestly this is next to perfect there's a couple small things that i nitpicked but overall this is about as good as you're gonna get for what you want to see and also honestly like you could pick up this story if you've just watched the show and watched the movie and you could pick up the story and continue (laughs) and continue forward and you wouldn't miss anything and it feels very satisfying like you don't have an ending the but it feels satisfying like you've had the next chapter of serenity i think this book in particular has accomplished the continuous feel better than buffy or angel did in any form 
I agree. You don't feel the difference of like, oh, we don't have a budget. Oh, like, how do we fit this, like, all the cast in there? Like, with the Buffy stuff, like, characters kind of come and go, and they don't really need to worry about contracts, and things get big, and things don't necessarily feel like a season of television. But with Firefly, we never really had a concise feel of what it's supposed to be anyway, because it was always so short-lived. This tonally fits in, I think, better than anything we've done so far. And the thing, too, about Buffy that we've talked about is a lot of the relationships haven't grown or changed at all since... Buffy turned into the comics. Yeah. I mean, you have Don and Xander. That's the big one. But Buffy is still going back and forth between Spike and Angel. Yeah. And and this, it's really nice that we didn't worry about anybody's romantic relationships in this. They were a part of it. Yeah. And I, I totally buy that. Like, this is supposed to be like eight months later. That within those eight months, that if you're alone with these people after this horrific thing and you were already building up to it. Yeah. Get together. Yeah. And, and it makes sense as well that they're not squabbling. There's no, you know, their relationships are on the verge of falling apart. They're just there. They're just living. Yeah. I mean, they're squabbling, but not in a we're going to break up kind of way. The only thing that I'm kind of curious about seeing is there's still no hint about Inara and her illness. Right. If memory serves, I don't think the next one tackles it either, but I'm really, I'm waiting for that storyline to get picked up. That'll be heartbreaking. I mean, I've been waiting since 2003, so, you know, I got time. You know, it's only been 15 years. (laughs) I'm not in a big rush on that one. It'll get there when it gets there. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we just, I don't know, kind of got caught up in commentating more than reviewing on this one just because it's so good and i just I, I love every minute of it i guess too that it doesn't it doesn't need a lot of reviewing it stands for itself in the same way that it is serenity it is firefly it's not Isn't well it? they kind of have the voices blah blah they are they are the characters i am curious because with all of these things like since you know buffy and angel have ended and joss became a little bit less involved with the comic book stuff they kind of have him listed as like executive producer but this stuff is so tonally close i'm curious how much of a pass he did on it because the amount of um direct involvement he has his title never changes but you'll read things or hear interviews with people like it's kind of a fluctuating level of involvement like sometimes it's just a summit or sometimes he's going over a full script or sometimes it's just a plot or something along those lines so i'm curious i feel like there was probably a touch more on this one because it feels so tonally identical oh it does in every way yeah i don't know i love this book this is a great book highly recommended oh yeah it's fantastic i I love following up on the movie it's sad it's not gonna be in live action but this is about as good as you could ask yeah and that's the other thing too is that the actors are gonna start to change and look different at some point and so at some point you lose the option of doing live action yeah and that's okay but i mean eventually everyone just gets older i think the one i can point to is what's his name matt leblanc talking about like a friend's reunion he's like not that interested he's like because joey's not a 20 something like do you really want to see joey going for a colonoscopy and that's the same deal do you want to see these people like fighting well beyond what would be rational yeah so it's really awesome Oh. Yeah, I should read it. I don't remember if we've talked about this only in our personal lives or if I've brought it up. I don't think I've brought it up in the show yet. And the sad thing about how this all ends, I would put money down. Mal has to die. That's how this ends. He and can't He can't live. He doesn't get to go have that happy ending. And I think that everybody gets to have the happy ending, so I refuse to accept that. He has to be the last gunslinger. He has to be the guy that gets everyone to the promised land and dies before he can get there himself. That's It's a Western. This is how this ends. No, that's Moses. Moses was a Western. They were technically in the <laughs> desert. Long ass time. This has been 15 years, not 40. True. But yeah. So, I mean, I'm not super looking forward to, to an ending. I also, we'll get to it next time, but I would maybe like one more arc after what we do next just to give the story an end and probably kill Mal. Yeah, let's not actually kill Mal, though. Yeah, we'll see. 
But I guess that's it for this week. We'll be back next week to finish up the Serenity books before getting back to Buffy and Angel. But if you're curious about what's happening in Buffy Season 12, patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. We're doing non-spoiler and spoiler reviews right now until the season ends. And you also get this show a whole week early, whenever it next happens. Twice in August. Okay. Well, it is. Well, also once more next week. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean, though. Twice more after the Serenity stuff. If you want to get in touch with us, editorsnotecomics.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. I think that's it. That'll about do it. We'll see you next time to finish this up. Bye.